This is Dan Budashevsky, and you're listening to Local Court. Today on Local Courts, it's podcast number 18. Please prepare yourself for the out-of-body experience that we call Local Courts. We'll talk with multi-instrumentalist and performer Dan Budashevsky. We'll talk about your mom. You cool with that, Mark? Make sure all your laundry is folded and your VIP pass is clean and shiny because we're getting ready to rock. Only on... Welcome to Local Chords. Today is Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, listening, viewing, sharing, friending, liking, and following. We're your only number one music-based comedy cast from southeastern Wisconsin. That's right, John. You got all of that correct. Hey, all you Cordies out there. Thank you for tuning in. Mark and John coming to you live, hot and fresh as always. In addition to hosting this very fun and wonderful podcast, we are also musicians in a band. John, what is our band name? Our band is called Onyx Cohen. That's O-N-Y-X-K-O-A-N. And we we have music coming out. Yep. Pretty soon. Yep, pretty soon. We just, uh, what do you call it? Uh, Not interviewed. It's not an interview for a musician. We just auditioned. Ah, thank you, John. A local drummer. Yes. That likes to fish. We're not giving away his name yet. We just know he's a drummer who likes to fish. Yep. We all got along very well. Yeah, very nice gentleman. Yep. Um, We're going to see how that pans out, but it's looking good. Mark, before we get to talking about local music and interviewing our guest, let's kick it for a minute. All right, you and me, sitting back, kicking it, talking music, talking whatever we want to talk about for a couple minutes here. Yeah, so today felt like fall. Today felt like fall to me. It felt like the first time that it's felt like fall this year. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah, I agree. It was because it was gloomy. I think it was because it was gloomy too, and the trees are changing colors, and there's leaves everywhere. And it's cool because the gloominess of the skies kind of makes the tree colors pop. A little bit more. Yeah. yeah. Red, I saw. What colors did you see? <laughs> I saw red. <laughs> what colors did you see? Um, there was some red, yeah, and brown and gorge. Gorge. I love gorge. <laughs> gorge. Gold orange. Gorge. Um, speaking of fall, John. Speaking of gorge. Speaking of the color gorge. I saw a lot of gorge at the old pumpkin patch this weekend. Oh, you got pumpkins already. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Katie got one with all the warts and nubs on it. Okay. She likes the weird pumpkins. And she got this giant gourd that looks like a, uh, uh, what's the term? Cock and balls. <laughs> Jade and I also went to a pumpkin place this weekend. Um, yeah. We, she, we both have vintage bicycles. Mine from Mine's from the 30s. Hers is from the 50s. Whoa. And so uh, we went to a little stand and she bought some pumpkins and we strapped them to the back of her bicycle and we nice. went back home. Do you have the, is it the bicycle with the giant front wheel, the penny farthing? No. Oh. No, not that vintage bicycle. Okay. That would be way cooler though. That's got to be 1800s. That's got to be late 1800s. Yeah. So you you have a basket on these bikes? No, she has like a rack on the back for a basket. I'm sorry, what was that? She has a rack on the back where the basket would sit. Can you say that faster? A little faster. <laughs> she has a rack on the back for a basket. <laughs> 
Anyways, um, so we ended up. Let's get a rack those. in the back and a basket bed, bed that the where I sit. Yeah. So, do you guys carve your pumpkins, or do you just stare at them? Do you eat them? Do you throw them at people? What do you do with your pumpkins? Uh, I do want to carve them. I think we did them one out of the three years we've been together. Uh, Katie made a front porch, uh, exterior design display with them. Okay. Really cool. Took a okay. bunch of little cedar tree, uh, trimmings. She trimmed up some of the cedar bushes in the backyard. She out she she laid the pumpkins out on the front porch with like a couple stones. We got some uh, multicolor, uh, multiracial corn, and uh, so very cool, it, very inclusive. I like. Can this. you say Indian corn? I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know um, if that's a problem. I, what kind of? What size is your pumpkin? I like carving the really tiny little itty bitty baby pumpkins. That's my. We thing. have about those. five of those that grew in the garden this year. Oh yeah, they're I, super cute. I saw that the other day. Yeah. yeah, we got those. I got a big one that I bought from the pumpkin patch farm, probably thirty pounder. Do you think they're still going to be good at Halloween because it's so early in the month? Questionable. That's why I'm kind of. I don't know about carving. What do you them. do when you're like done with them? What do you do to get rid of them? Do you throw throw them in the woods and break them open so the animals can eat them? That's really the best thing I think. Can't animals get sick off of a like bad pumpkin? Yeah, if it's bad, but they won't eat it if it's bad. If it's still, they know the How difference. Would they know. They know. An animal can tell. We they... throw it in the woods so the animals can eat them. Isn't that bad for them? Yeah, but they know. <laughs> they can tell. They're not going to pick and eat at a dead animal that's rotting in the woods. Yes, but, they will. Eh, a vulture, maybe. They have the beak that can pick around the bad parts of the meat. You don't know vultures. I don't know vultures. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mark. Um, Halloween plans. What are you doing? Haven't thought that far. Not really sure. I um, might be going There to is the... Uh, I thought we were talking about me I'm here. I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> Go ahead. What do you got? Have you heard of the blackout at the rave? No. It's a tour, apparently, where they turn all the lights off in the rave. And for those of you who don't know, the rave... The rave is the um, it's a, premier it's a venue lo- in Milwaukee. Yeah, long-time standing rock club music venue in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Apparently, they turn out all the lights. You get a flashlight... And you go on a tour, and you tour the if entire rave. If you get rave. a flashlight, they didn't turn off all the lights. I know that's the thing I'm not too con- I'm not certain about is because it says it's a blackout, but yet you get lights. You get a flashlight. I, I'm, I I'm not too sure, but it sounds cool. I almost went last year, but didn't. Anyway, that might be cool. What are you thinking about doing, John? I'm. I don't know about Halloween itself, but I might be going to a theme party this week, and the theme is bald people for Halloween. So you have to dress up like a bald person. I've got my girlfriend. That's baldism at its finest. My girlfriend has friends and they do theme days. And I got invited to one of them. And it's bald. And I have like a lot of hair. Yeah. So I don't think a bald cap is going to work. I was going to say, are you going to get a bald cap? So my option then was um, cone head because that'll cover my hair if I do a cone head. Yeah. What I wanted to do was I wanted to go as Dr. Evil. Yeah, that, that'd that's be fun. my favorite one. <laughs> but I don't know. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, so that's that. I, I busted. Really... I busted the uh, fall fall Halloween decorations out of the basement. Oh, nice. Yes, last night. I'm gonna go through them. See what I want to use here. What's your favorite kind of pumpkin? I just, Size, color, I style, you, I like look. The little baby ones. You like the baby I like ones. The little baby ones. I like to okay. carve those. They're funny. Juggle them, throw them. You carve them. I carve the tiny ones. Yeah, with a very small knife. With a, with a very teeny tiny little knife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, John. Mark. Yeah. Important one that's not on our list. Okay. I came up with this. I'm that cool. Okay. When you were a kid, what was the best thing you went as for Halloween? A tiger when I was about five. Really? Yeah. You know, the uh, we strung a bunch of uh, toilet the toilet paper tubes tubes together. Okay. Yep. For a tail. That was epic. And then drew a tiger face on a paper plate. And then you wore and the paper cut plate. out eyes and nice. I wore the paper plate on my face. Nice. That was epic. What about you? Um, when I was little, little, my mom dressed me up like a candy bar. <laughs> so I had a candy bar costume. And then when I was about 14, I was gigging in a band and I went as a sheet ghost. But we played a gig that was outdoor, and I just had cut little isolates. I could not see anything. So you basically just looked like just a kept... very young Ku Klux Klan Yeah, Klan basically. Member. The problem was this, though. <laughs> so I couldn't see anything because it was windy outside, and the sheet kept moving and stuff. Yeah. So I like pulled a hole for my face, and then I looked like full terrorist mode because it was just a circle, and then it was all white. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Did your mother make you wear your winter jacket over your white Ku Klux Klan sheet? No, she did not. I played I, that. Okay, funny story. I played a gig that night on a lake, and we dressed up as the Scooby Doo gang. The whole band did, and then I was the ghost. I was the bad guy. Oh, nice! That's and, funny. Uh, we dressed up our minivan that they had at the time like the Mystery Machine, but oh. they got out the wrong. Our, our singer got out the wrong door, and he ripped all the de- decorations off the side of the van, <laughs> and he felt so bad afterwards. <laughs> but anyways, um, we actually got shut down by the cops that night because one of the neighbors complained of the noise volume, but we thought it was someone just showing up to the costume party dressed as a cop. So we kept going <laughs> until he yelled at us and was like, you need to stop right now. <laughs> nice. Yeah. One time I played a show in an old bakery. I played a show one time, too. In an old bakery? No. Well, then let me continue, would you? Okay. Thank you. Which bakery was it? Was it the Little Debbie Bakery? It was a bakery in Cedar Grove, Wisconsin. So it wasn't the Little Debbie Bakery? I don't think so. Okay. We played a show in an old shutdown bakery, okay? We had a good showing of people that were all drinking underage and smoking stuff, okay? Okay. So the cops showed up for real, all right? And they shut it down, and somebody threw their bag of pot into the corner of this bakery. We didn't know about, I didn't know about this till I think the next day. Okay. My roommate found that bag of pot and smoked the whole thing in like a day. It was like his favorite day ever. Oh God. (laughs) How old were you? How old was he? I was 19. He was 22. So this was like 16 years ago. This was almost 20 years ago. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It was a good day for him. <laughs> Can I do a quick movie review? Do we have time? Or yeah, how we are we time. looking? Okay, real quick. Movie review. I, I went to see Malignant. Have you heard of that? No, I have not. It's in the theaters right now. It's a horror movie. I would not suggest it. Okay. I give it, it was a, a horrible horror movie. Ah, ah, I see what you've done there. You, you, yeah, you're I'm good. Sorry. You. Okay. Yeah. Not super great. Not great. Uh, Katie and I saw it together. We were actually laughing at it in the theater. Not great. I've done that. Yeah, not great. Yeah, it was kind of fun. Like as far as like a horror movie goes, it was it was fun, but it was really bad. Okay. Okay. Quick second uh, movie review. I started watching The Guilty, starring um, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. He plays a nine one one phone receptionist. Okay. Whatever. Operator. You, okay. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. A dispatcher. I think <laughs> that's the actual dispatch. I think you're right. Yes. Pretty much the whole movie takes place in an office with him on the phone. 
that is the entire movie. I gave it a half hour. I was like, I wonder how long they're going to keep this like setting because I was starting to get kind of like claustrophobic as because a viewer. Because it was in one spot. Yeah. yeah. It never moved. So I was watching on Netflix. I fast forwarded through the rest of it and don't regret it. So there you go. All right. By the way, I've been using a Tempur-Pedic pillow upside down for the last three months and my neck is super bad right now. Why have you been using it upside down? I just found the manual as I was cleaning out you my closet. You didn't know it, did you? No. Oh my god. I was, and I was like, oh, it's kind of square. But then I, I had heard of like ancient Chinese people using these pillow boxes things to keep your neck straight, and sure enough, I've been using it upside down. So hopefully, I start healing up. Yeah, I hope you do too. Yeah. Hopefully, our backs will get better. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, they'll get better. All right, everybody, we'll tell you about some words of wisdom. And then after that, we'll talk with Dan Budaszewski. Gather around, gather around. Words of wisdom time. In 1992, John Bon Jovi was spotted being carried by horse and buggy through the streets of London town in late autumn. He was handing out candy to the children and hand-rolled cigarettes to curious street dwellers. He summoned his driver to stop at a nearby saloon so he could get a shoe shine by a young lad standing outside. What is it that you want, said John. What do you want out of life, young shoe shine boy? The young lad looked at John and said in his British accent, To be happy, sir. That is all I want. This lad was none other than Mahatma Gandhi. John Bon Jovi took his interaction to heart, one with the would-be great guru that he would never forget. Bruce Springsteen and Vanilla Ice were also there. And so was Malcolm X, too, and the oldest Wyans brother. And Mother Teresa was there, too, and the guy who played Lando Calrissian. They were all there. Remember, every interaction we have adds to the summation of who we are. Make yours great and drink Coors Light. Coors, Australian for beer. These have been your words of wisdom. Welcome to Where Is That Band? A segment where John and I wonder about a band we saw some time ago, but now don't know anything about them or what they're up to. The featured band today is Chumbawamba on Where Is That Band? Chumbawamba was a pop band in the mid-90s. You might remember their hit, I get knocked down, but I get up again. Nothing's ever going to keep me down. I get knocked down, but I get up again. According to a quick Google search, I spelled Chumbawamba wrong. All right, there it is. That's better. All right. Chumbawamba was an English rock band that formed in 1982 and disbanded in 2012. That's about 30 years? They were a band for 30 years. 30 years on the dot. What are they, what are they do, what are they doing now? Nothing. They disbanded in 2012. All right. I guess that solves the case of where is that band? Our guest today is Dan Budaszewski, mainly a keyboardist and singer.
Dan is also a multi-instrumentalist and has played in a variety of groups in the Milwaukee area and still does. His main project, called Funk Club Wagon, is born out of Milwaukee's River West area where they would perform music on a trailer being pulled by a car. They would roam the neighborhoods playing funky music and have also ventured into the world of live music from a pontoon boat that trolls the Milwaukee Marina where passerbyers on canoe, boat, or kayak can enjoy the tunes. Here's a bit of what Funk Club Wagon sounds like. Without further ado, please welcome to the program, Dan Budaszewski. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put that in in post. (laughs) What's up, Dan? How you doing today? Doing excellent. Thank you for asking. Good. How are you doing? We're doing good, thank you. Our backs, both my back and John's back, kind of hurt. We think it's from the weather. Do you have any like age-related physical ailments that the weather brings on? <laughs> Not exactly, but uh, we uh, put together. On, uh, we can get into it later. But I'm uh, opening a music venue in Milwaukee. We uh, have a kitchen, so I moved all the kitchen gear from. The venue area to the kitchen. So, uh, yes, I'm a little sore. I'm almost 40. So lifting ovens and coolers is uh, definitely a, a task. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, so, yeah, that was something I was going to ask you about. You are reopening a bar somewhere in River West, right? This bar used to exist, but it closed down over COVID, and now you're opening it with fellow musician Mike Brum, right? That's correct, yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Can Dino's, you t- Dino's, Dino's River West. Oh, it's Dino's River West. Where where was that? Well, it's still in the same place that it hasn't moved at all. Um, but uh, yeah, it's on, uh, on Chambers and Fred named River West, um, just one street north of Locust, kind of by the Collectivo. Um, it's near Art Bar, um, Wonderland. There's a bunch of cool spots in the area. We're super pumped. Um, our buddies were the previous owners, and they uh, they locked the doors about two years ago, and um, it's kind of just been sitting there. And you know, uh, my partner's in real estate, and um, ended up purchasing the building, and approached me and some other people about you know potentially you know opening it back up, and I, I said, heck yeah, let's go for it, and <clears throat> so here we are. We're uh, in the middle of remodeling and getting ready. Um, it's going to look really good, and we're really excited. Uh, hopefully, in the next month, a month and a half, we should be open the doors. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's exciting. And they approached you because you've been in the brewery industry for a while, right? Yeah, I mean, I've worked on all the parts of the bar, bartending, barbacking, hosting. Uh, I was even a DJ a couple times. Uh, that was very questionable. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> I've been in the industry kind of on the side, you know, besides music and teaching and um, my other adventures in life, um, but it's always been something I love doing. And um, yeah, and he approached me about running the restaurant, and I'm like, that would be an awesome adventure to go on. And I, I said yes. So here we are. Nice. So this is Dino's D I N O apostrophe S, correct? 
That's right. Okay. So uh, this is going to be a bar, and are you going to sell food too? Yeah, we're going to be a music bar uh, with food. So we're going to stream live concerts and, you know, not be the typical sports bar. So we're going to, you know, put some, like, Austin City Limits on and some, you know, some famous concerts and have music going from the staff. We have a jukebox. Um, We're also going to have live music, a bunch of different types of music, uh, you know, it's not a huge venue, so we won't have, you know, like huge, like eight-piece bands or anything, but uh, we're going to have nice acoustic music and jazz and, you know, some bigger bands on the weekends. And then uh, really looking forward to comedy. I think it's going to be a great spot for comedy down the line. Um, yeah, we're really excited. That's awesome. Do you have, like, a, a estimated time that that's going to open up? Uh, between... The end of October and the end of November, somewhere in there, um, just waiting on a couple things. You know, with COVID and supply chains, um, you know, it's hard to find contractors and, and supplies. Like, uh, for one example, I had to find ice bins. You know, people need ice in their drinks. Wow. There's none anywhere. Like, even my silly guys, like, you're looking at, like, 18 to 20 weeks to get a, a new ice bin. Wow. I was like, well, that's not going to work. So we had to, we had to hunt them down, and we called everywhere, and I... I think I got the last two in the state of Wisconsin. So, oh, nice score! <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's very exciting. Um, that's cool that you guys are doing that together. Um, so Dan, you and I met through Christian Rowe. We interviewed Christian Rowe uh, maybe a couple months ago. Um, we met probably ten years ago or something like that. So you are doing Funk Club Wagon. Is this your primary project that you're doing? Yeah, currently, um, you know, once COVID hit, you know, musicians were out of gigs for the time being. Um, you know, the whole shutdowns, most of us weren't even working at all. Um, even our side gigs or bartending or, or whatnot. Um, so my buddy Jesse Belker, um, he bought a trailer and had a van, and we just popped on some sides, painted it purple, and called it the Fun Club Wagon, and... It's actually part of a, a bigger idea called the Fun Club app. Um, it's a musician booking app. Um, so musicians can kind of book their shows and the musicians all in one place. has the calendar built in. Um, so it's kind of a promotion thing to start with, and then we just rolled with it. And um, we started in River West, cruising around with a band, kind of just a bunch of buddies threw together. Our, uh, Jordan Kroger, Jack Reed, Isaiah Joshua. A couple other friends that would pop in and out. Um, but the Funk Club is meant to be multiple people, not just one solid band. Um, and we started playing, and on Milwaukee picked us up on an article, and we got like like 14,000 views or something after the first time we did it. And then wow. it, kind of, it kind of just blew up after that. We ended up playing well over 50 shows in the last year or so. Um, just private parties, events, um, you know. We basically we go to people's houses that you know hire us to come over and you know they're in their small their small circles they would have their friends over and socially distance hanging out on their lawn and we pull up and rock and roll for about an hour maybe two and then we cruise off to the next one. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So this has been largely an outdoor experience. What happens in the cold weather? What happens when it gets cold? Does the funk club roll into some garages or what? <laughs> I think the coldest one we did last year was, was probably our, our Halloween show. We got all dressed up, and we, we did a River West thing. Uh, we got hired for a party. 
and uh, it was pretty darn cold. It was like probably just over forty degrees, but you know, Ooh. you know, just being a musician, when you play outside, your fingers get cold, and yeah, um, it, it's it's hard to play for a while. So, um, and then our buddy, we wanted to do like a, we got offered gigs to do Christmas, you know, Christmas gigs. They're like, oh, why don't you guys pop by and play some Christmas songs? And we said, no, nah, it's not really our thing. And our buddy Professor Pinkerton. Um, and his band, they, uh, they're, they're well known for the Dead Man's Carnival. Um, they started their own funk wagon. I forget exactly what it was called, but it was awesome. They got all decked out with Christmas lights and gear and they cruised around when it was, you know, 20, 30 degrees and played music for everyone. It was, it was fantastic. <laughs> really, really solid, but I was also very happy that it wasn't us. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> So you've started a movement with the funk club wagons. There are now multiple funk club wagons. Is there going to be a like a funk off? Are you going to have a funk off? Are you going to have to take it? You know, sharks and jets. Wagon versus wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, not exactly, but we did. We we do uh, have a festival every year, which is actually just this past weekend uh, called Funktoberfest. Um, the idea started about six years ago, where it was just a bunch of buddies. Um, it's another Jesse Belker project where we invite our friends' bands to play. But the only rule was that, you know, in the beginning that they had to be funky. You know, you couldn't show up and play your, you know, songs about water or, like, your girlfriend. It, it had to be about the funk. And uh, <laughs> we started that. We just had this, uh, um, our fifth annual this past weekend, and it was uh, it was spectacular. We had a bunch of great bands. We had Dave Labuena, Old Prospectors, who are River West-based. Um, we had Brian Cherry Band. Um, the Funk Club Wagon, of course, played. Um, a bunch of other great groups, Conscious Congress, Pocket Change, uh, a bunch of awesome local funky musicians. And we all kind of the end of the year party for musicians to all get together and kind of take a load off, have a couple of brewskis and, and play some music together and, and enjoy the time. Oh, man, that sounds awesome. Funktoberfest, the fifth annual, huh? So where where what, where was that? Where did that take place? The last few years, it's been in Rubicon, out of this uh, this couple's property. Um, they have a bunch of land, so you can go out there and camp. It was a two-day event this year, which was the first time we did that. Um, we got the bands all play. He, uh, a bunch of him and his neighbors are, are all pilots, so they have like these little crop duster planes. So they fly around, so there's planes flying around the whole time, which is kind of cool. Oh, totally. Uh, they have the band the band's playing this like old barn airport hangar thing. And, uh, yeah, it's just on their property and we have, we do our own food and, um, you know, we usually, I've worked for breweries in the past. We've had mom craft beer. My buddy, uh, Jesse makes from Sprecher always donates either his time, beer or equipment, which he did again this year, even though he couldn't make it. We love it, Jesse, but, um, um, yeah, it's just a great time. We had, you know, this year we have sausages, beer, music. So, Dude, can't go wrong. Sounds like a good time. So as far yeah, as absolutely. nice. So as far as you and your music, Dan, um, what's been going on with you? You're you've been dabbling in. I mean, I know you play drums, you play keyboards, guitar, you sing. You're a multi instrumentalist. You've had your you, you know you've been in and around the Milwaukee music scene for a while. Uh, you roll with your circles. Um, what what? What does the future look like for you as a musician? What do you have coming down the line? Or is Funk Club Wagon going to record any music? Or uh, can you tell us a bit about all that stuff? Absolutely. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, Funk Club Wagon. We did record a, a five or six song EP this summer. Um, really excited about that, but it's actually almost done. We we're hoping to be done a little bit earlier, but uh, one of my songs is featured on there. Uh, a song I wrote about messing up your girlfriend's laundry. It, it's pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're excited for that coming out. Um, it's you know been, been waiting a while, and hopefully it'll be done here in the next month or so. And then on my end, um, I moved. I was in a studio in, in um, near the domes in Milwaukee. Um, me and Jesse shared a spot down there. Then I did a lot of you know green screen videos. Um, you know, more solo looping stuff, and it just, it was a distance to go, so I found myself not going as often as I should have, um, so I ended up moving my keyboard loops um, set up here in my own bedroom, actually, over, you know, I had a nice uh, upper deck here with a window, um, that I'll set up in my room now, and I'm actually learning Ableton, <clears throat> I switched from Cubase, so I'm learning Ableton, taking some classes online, and becoming more of a producing, more on the producing recording end, um, so I can develop more ideas and um, kind of move forward with other projects. And no matter what it is, I'll have some of my own stuff or just ideas. Yeah, I'm uh, just working from home right now. I do a solo loop show. I just played at Summerfest this year on uh, the ground floor stage and hadn't played solo shows since COVID, so that was really fun. I've been known to break out uh, slide whistles and weird drums, and I have a bunch of little toys that I play. Um, the kids love it. I, I have some videos on my YouTube page, not a ton. Once COVID hit and the Black Lives Matter and all everything that happened along with everything, kind of just slowed down, you know. I don't know if it was motivational, but it was, you know, the, the juice wasn't inside me. I just wasn't creating as much for a while. Um, but really looking forward to getting back more into that soon and, and producing some more videos for people that, that kid, like parents would send me videos of their kids watching me on their TV. I'm like, Oh, that's weird. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I do like melodica with slide whistles and I loop it all. And I have some crazy like circus song stuff. And, um, yeah, so I, I like to have fun and my loop thing. I'm not all about necessarily like, Oh, come see Dan Buduchewski and talk about my music. It's, I just like having fun and creating, and if people enjoy it, they do. It's basically just stemming from me. And if I feel if I'm having fun, then other people should be having fun too. You know. There you go. I dig it. So, what is your YouTube page? Oh, jeez. I think it's just my name. I forget, I even forget. It's just Dan Budashevsky, I believe. Alrighty. Cool. Cool. Um, or I, I've had other pages like Buddha Music, but I haven't been paying as much attention and keeping up with those recently. But expect to hear some uh, new songs and some new videos in the next few months here. Hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I suppose, you know, you got a lot going on opening the bar and everything. So, but uh, yeah. yeah, we can, uh, so we can follow you on Facebook, on Instagram, um, the Funk Club app. Uh, it's actually funkclubapp.com. So, this is where we can keep up with uh, everything Funk Club Wagon is doing, right? Yeah, you can check out. I mean, the app itself is really cool if you're a musician. Um, it's still, it, it is. It has been launched, but it's um, still in its early stages, so there's definitely some work that needs to be done with it to, to kind of get a tweak to where exactly where you know it needs to be. But keep excited for Jesse and that whole project um, kind of moving forward. And we are, we already use it as a band, so when I have a fun club wagon gig, I get a, I get an update with the app, and 
that's how we do all our booking now. It's pretty nice. That's awesome. Do you have any upcoming shows that you want to tell all of our viewers slash listeners about? We do have a show next uh, Friday at Saloon on Calhoun with Bacon. Oh, That's cool. the thing, I guess. With, with Bacon. They sell Bacon there. Okay. I was going to say, <laughs> is Bacon an artist? <laughs> no, no. I do have a friend named Bacon, though, because he was in my drum line in college, and he looks exactly like Kevin Bacon. He even wore a shark tooth around his neck, and... uh <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, we're playing at Saloon on Calhoun uh, next Friday the 15th, or that might be two weeks, I can't count. But um, super excited about that. We did that gig last year, and we had a lot of fun, even though it was uh, one of the first gigs back from COVID that they were booking. So we're really looking forward to coming back. We usually invite a bunch of our friends to come out, like Scott Lavenka, Talalik Rodriguez. Um, we have a couple of horn players that we like to bring along, like Aaron Gardner and Sam Newfeld and... Some guys have been playing with us throughout the year, but we have, you know, special guests, kind of a feature in the Fun Club app, you know, the, the whole concept. And, like, all of a sudden you'll see Jesse jump off stage and another guitar player pops on stage. You're like, oh, that's a whole different band now. Cool. <laughs> so, awesome. I, li- I like this rotating musicians thing you got going. That's very welcoming. That's cool. All right. Keeps you, keeps you on your toes, you know? Hell yeah. All right, man. Well, Dan, thanks for taking the time. We appreciate it. It's been great chatting with you. Um, please drop by again sometime if you can. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners before we wrap it up today? You know, I'd just like to share a virtual hug with y'all. Let's put it together. Put hey, them up. all right, bring put it, bring it, bring it together. Put it, uh, bring it in. Uh, yeah, squeeze buddy. Squeeze it, not too hard. <laughs> uh, oh, that was nice. I felt Look that. You guys too? Felt that. Felt oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, dude. <laughs> you know, dude, give as many hugs as you can. That's my advice. You know, I'm like, do what you can. Love your people. Take care of your friends. Take care of your parents and your family. Um, you know. That's, that's all I got, I guess. Awesome. There you go. <laughs> all right, Dan, thank you so much for taking the time today. Please stay on the line for a moment. That's right, everybody. This is the part of the podcast where I repeat myself every single week. We're going to talk about some events or something. Let's get to it. Let's check it out, John. Coming up this weekend, we got a show at Iron Mike's. This is in Franklin, Wisconsin. This is the Gitronga show. What? Gitronga. Guitar, trombone, and congas. Yep. Hard to explain. Easy to enjoy. A very unique rock and roll experience is coming to Iron Mike's. Guitar, trombone, and congas there you go boom so that is this coming saturday at 12 p.m to 6 p.m a daytime show so if you don't feel like going out at night there you go noon to 6 p.m saturday also at noon to 6 p.m if that's not your cup of tea go check out the punk rock rummage sale at beat street fall festival beat street fest is back baby dress for the weather eight vendors selling vintage vinyl art Custom one-of-a-kind crafts, antiques, weirdo, neat stuff. So there you go. Javier, Becky, and Palmer are all interested. (laughs) A show going on this weekend at Company Brewing is Kaylee Conway, 
along with there's another there's another group at this one. with Kid Cooley. Thank you, John. I got you. That's at Company Brewing on They'll October. They'll be live 8th. recording the show for an episode of No Wake. Oh, super fun! Hosted by Silver City Studios. Says they'll also be screening some performances by Classic, Sister Strings, and more. Nice. It's a five dollar cover to get into that one, guys. Jazzy, post rock, hints of the familiar. If that's not your cup of tea, Saturday at seven p.m. we have Rat Bat Spider and Murder Generation at Kochanski's, Mark's favorite venue. Kochanski's. Also with Slaughter Party, they're also playing. That's... Berberick, Brad, and Ben are all interested in oh, going, great. according cool. to Facebook. Okay, that's Saturday at 7 p.m. at Kochanski's. That's also a $5 outdoor show, weather permitting. Ah, okay. Very good. Uh, also, I just, I just heard about this. Uh, Pride Fest was, was canceled for the summer or whatever, or yeah. rescheduled or something. Something. So now it is, it is being combined with... Uh, Oktoberfest, so they're calling it Pride-toberfest 2021. Okay. And playing this year is gold, spelled G-G-O-O-L-L-D-D. G-G-O-L-D-D. At Pridefest, Saturday, 10.15 p.m. All right. Dan Dahl and Ariel Kasulki are, go- are interested or going. We also have Saturday at 8 p.m. a show at the Cactus Club, and it's Frankie and the Witch Fingers. And does that say Acid Dad? Acid Dad. Acid Dad. All right. Um, so I don't have any info on this show, but it's at 7, and it's at 8 p.m. on Saturday, and Dan, Ian, and two others are going. Well, they're they're interested or going. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's not, uh, you know, back them into a corner here. All right. Also, Saturday. A lot of Saturday shows. Looks like Saturday is going to be the night to go out and see music. Friday, you might want to, you know, make some salmon and have a glass of wine. Eat a fish wine. fry, yeah. Exactly. But uh... Saturday going. <laughs> that had nothing to do. I know, but for some reason, we both came up with the exact same ad lib. Like, that, that works. Yeah, eat some fish Friday. Yeah. Uh, okay, Saturday, 8 p.m. Crusher Fest 2021. The November Criminals are playing at... The Crusher Statue in South Milwaukee. This is at 1101 Milwaukee Avenue, South Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This is Spade One's group, John. Oh, November very cool. Criminals. November Criminals. Remember, remember we were talking about they were a, a combination polka hip hop yeah. group? Spade One was our very first interviewee on Local Course. Shout out to you, Big Daddy. Spade One, you got your show coming up 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday, November Criminals at very Crusher cool. Fest. All right, everybody, those are your events for the coming weekend. If there's a music event next weekend that you would like to announce on our podcast, email us at localchords1 at gmail.com. What's that email, Mark? That's localchords1 at gmail.com. Perfect. Well, all you cordies out there, I know, I know. It's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Go see some live music or download some music from a local band that you know and love, and we will see you next time. Signing off, I'm Mark. And I'm John. Thank you for listening, and feel free to share this podcast with anybody that you want. Take care, everybody. We'll see you next time. From the gloomy skies and beautifully colored trees of early October in southeastern Wisconsin, You've just enjoyed another installment of Local Code!